Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talk all about NXT from last night. I thought a very good episode of NXT. Great main event and a return. We'll talk about it on this episode of Busted Open. Also, coming off of Full Gear and what we're going to see at Dynamite tonight, AEW owner and president Tony Khan right now on the Busted Open podcast. I love to like when Wesley gets the win, he's like, what happened? Like he wasn't watching. Like what, what happened? And then like Jack comes back and he's like, who? <laughs> that was priceless poker listening to those sound bites it's amazing how when we have even with this show you have your different feels for the person you're working with and how different of commentary is with between wade and booker uh it's just i we you and i are both listening to and laughing at the same exact moments because of exactly the same thing of what you just said who (laughs) It's 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 insane. But even Vic Joseph last night, there's one thing where like Booker had this explanation and then Vic Joseph was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And it actually like it it is. It's completely different between Wade Barrett and Booker T. But I think I actually love the chemistry between Vic Joseph and Booker T. Before we get into NXT, Tommy, I know you had a story that you wanted to share before the break. Okay, this is how I live in my world. So, Dave, you understand that this is a a real conversation that happened yesterday as I was driving to the grocery store. Okay. Um, Twitter, there's a lot of hate on Twitter. Twitter, and I said, uh, "What's his name? Elon Musk. He is the the biggest heel right now. He's number one in the ratings." And I was talking to Beulah, and she has no clue. She doesn't. She's not on Twitter. She doesn't really follow that stuff. And then I go, you know how he doubled down on his heel heat? He tagged with Donald Trump and put Donald Trump back on Twitter to establish he's top heel. And now they're now they're tag teaming. And she was just like, this is the stupidest conversation I've ever had. And I was like, yeah, but she I go, who else would, could I say this to? And she goes, probably Dave. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, I understand where you're coming from. <clears throat> Because you have wrestler's brain. Like, everything yeah. is wrestling to but you. that's which... how I live in I live my life. And it's yeah. I'm okay and, with it. And I think that's completely normal. So, you know, Beulah, 
I, I'm with Tommy on this one. So um, it's it's all about wrestling wrestlers brain. All right. I want to get into NXT with you, Tommy. I thought a very, very good show last night. Excellent main event for the North American championship between Wesley and Carmelo Hayes. And I like that they're giving those guys the time as well as the main event spot on the show. Uh, yeah. They delivered. They delivered in a great, great way. They had an amazing match. Both guys super-duper talented. Um, And then the aftermath. I loved the the graphic, how it looked like it was a cage over yes. everybody's name. I was like, what? And then uh, Dijak looking like uh, when... Das Wonder Kid Alex Wright turned heel. He's got that uh that type of Berlin. That was his name, right? Yes. Um, great to see him because uh his top WWE spot wasn't the best run. No. So hopefully something could happen for him like uh it did with Mandy Rose, where this could be a restart, a, a brand new level. Because I mean the guy's a good worker. He was, I think he was called up too soon. And then he was also put in a horrible gimmick, but horrible. he wasn't there yet. And then thankfully he was able to get a, a second shot because old school, old school management, he would have been released. Yeah. No, and I think like a lot of what we're seeing over the last three or four months has been damage control. And I think die Jack yeah. I, and I love it with NXT, like let him reestablish himself on, on NXT uh, and I think it's going to be an easy transition. I think the fans are excited about him being back. He did his best work, I feel, in that black and gold brand of NXT. So I think th I think this is definitely a win for DiJack. Um, it's going to take a lot for scripts, and and seeing that, I love the vignettes leading up to what we saw last night, and then it's you know formally you know Reggie on the main roster. You know the fans, you could tell it kind of let the air out of the building last night. It's going to take a lot of work because Reggie is another one I feel was like, you know, he's chasing the 24-7 championship. Nobody cared. Like, it's going to take a lot to reestablish him as somebody that you're going to get emotionally invested in. And the vignettes were very, very powerful. Yes. And if you're going to be that powerful, it has to be this, in my opinion, a different type of person or personality that you're wrestling. Um, and there was something about the look looked almost a little bit Indie-ish and, uh, wasn't, I don't want to say let down cause I, I, listen, I don't know the guy, but the guy's very, very talented. There's also like, if you're coming from a comedy act and then we also, it's hard because in this day and age, we know who you are. So how are we going to get over that? You're this new persona. It, it's, that's going to be the struggle. And hopefully it works out for him and hopefully his talent will shine. And it, like you said, it's going to be an uphill battle for him, for, for Dijak. It's if scripts was Dijak, but you don't call him scripts. Those have been great vignettes. I agree. And you know what, uh, Tommy, and you notice how many times I come on the air and there's a, a change in character or name change. And I think it's like the end of the world, but then after a while you completely forget what happened. If he kills it and this really works and it clicks, you know, hopefully a month, two months down the road, you know, you're going to forget all about Reggie in that 24 seven championship. This was this entire, I, I agree 1000%, but this entire episode, I enjoyed it. 
it was a lot of character development and this is getting us after this amazing show we just have we're going to focus a lot of our attention to the main event and this show is going to get us to next week so not a whole lot of massive things are happening not like a restart show it was just like we had a successful tag title defense there was nothing earth shattering up until our main event which highly delivered a uh, solid show but again a, a safe show and and i liked it i liked it for a lot of those reasons as well as like i said character building we saw the next level of schism we saw a nice character piece on braun breaker we saw a lot of where reasons why we're liking or wanting to develop liking or hating certain characters as well as um i like the opening segment uh toxic attraction their their stars and my only personal pet peeve is outcome our baby faces and then our baby faces get beat up um that's just my own personal pet peeve yeah you know what tommy it's just like when you're watching toxic attraction they're just, they, you know, their their whole thing is there, you know, there's toxic attraction and then there's everyone else. I kind of feel the same way watching toxic attraction. Like they just made this new T-shirt available. I'm sure it's selling well. They're stars like they're very comfortable with each other. They have great chemistry with each other. And it's very hard to have a promo battle with toxic attraction because they're so good starting with Mandy Rose. And this is no disrespect, you know, to chase and Carter, but it's just like, they're not going to be able to hang with toxic attraction on the microphone. And I don't think they were able to do that last night, but you got to give the talent, the opportunity. You got to give the yes. talent, the reps to do it. I mean, we, we talked about when Wheeler Yuta was on the microphone all yeah. against MJF. You need those reps to continue to become a star. And those two women are stars. They're the NXT uh, tag champions. And I really, really like them, but you're right. Toxic attraction. And please, please, please keep that group together because that group is money. Once they get called up to either raw or SmackDown as well. And, and, you know, Dave, we always talk about this, like for who's the person to beat Roman Reigns, who's the person, you know, to beat, um, Braun Breaker, but who's the person to beat Mandy Rose? I, I don't know if that person exists yet because it's I, going to, I mean, we have Zoe Stark, but Zoe's now a heel. Yep. So she's not going to have that focus unless you're going to have, you know, she's the one who gets rid of toxic attraction will just add to her heat. Yeah. And you know what? Zoe Stark, speaking of that, and I think she's really adjusted well into this heel character. I really liked her match last night. Um, I'm interested to see what the match is going to be or how it's going to be with Lions. That's going to be interesting. But Zoe Stark's on another level. And somebody else, too, Tommy, that I think is on another level as a heel is Cora Jade. I never bought into Cora Jade's character, but I like the heel turn, and I'm really buying into her being a heel on NXT. A young, brash kid with a chip on her shoulder and an attitude will get over to a lot of people, um, they won't like her. She is another person. But again, we're naming heels when you have a heel-heavy champion. So it's either you have to turn Mandy on her way out, but then, it, you know, it's 
it's hard to do stuff like that because if you're a heel in the one group and then you turn babyface and then you want to bring you up heel on the main roster, it's people are watching. When people get yeah. called up, they they pop for them. So it's it's a hard thing to navigate, but I, I know that they will do a great job. And uh, I like the match, too. It started off a little slow with Wendy Chu, but I really thought it heated up at the end. And then we see Wendy Chu crying in the middle of the ring after that loss. I'm hoping, Tommy, that this is leading to a character change in Wendy Chu. It, it's, I, I get the gimmick, the whole thing. It was fun for a while. But if you're going to take Wendy Chu seriously, I think it needs to be a bit of a change. And hopefully we're getting that. And I think we are after what we saw last night. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. And I hope she goes to uh, where you go a sleep study. And they cure her narcolepsy, and then she comes yes. back as a regular person. That's how yeah. it's supposed to be. Because so she's a great I, wrestler, and it's I hard agree. to take somebody like that serious, to yes. your point. Yes. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors. No prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Babchick's Morning After on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. AEW owner and president, Tony Khan. Tony, good morning to you, and thanks, as always, for the time. Good morning to you, Dave. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you. And there's so much to talk about, as there always seems to be when you have on. But let's start with this past Saturday. Uh, full gear, sold-out crowd in Newark, New Jersey. Hot crowd in Newark, New Jersey. And I said this on Monday, Tony, and... Listen, there's a lot of shows you can compare it to, but I felt like what I saw on Saturday was, to me, the best AEW pay-per-view that I've been in attendance for, and I've been in attendance for a lot of them. Uh, Man, what a special night this past Saturday. That's really high praise, Dave. Thank you. And I felt like it was an amazing show, and you've been to a lot of the pay-per-views, and for you to say that you thought it was the best one you've seen, that means a lot. I loved the show. It was a great success for AEW. And now tonight on TBS, coming up at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central local time here in Chicago, we have a great AEW Dynamite to follow up on what was an awesome AEW full gear this past Saturday night. 
Well, you said it a long time ago, uh, kind of like in passing, you're like, hey, we do our pay-per-views right. And you really, that has stood by me. Um, you have been a man of your word, but it's like that passing statement. And I was like, man, they really do deliver because you think of what Dave just said. We say this about all of your pay-per-views, like they keep on getting better, which is a testament to everything that you put together, but your players on the field, the wrestlers, have they all stepped up? And uh, the best part about it is then what we have the follow-up because it still has everybody talking. It's like, okay, here's this, but now wait a minute. It's all starting again, heading towards the next big one. But uh, kudos to you because I know you're a wrestling fan and you give the fans uh, their money's worth. I really appreciate that, Tommy. I, I, I'm so glad you like the show too. And we always try to have great pay-per-view events. Full gear has always been a great event. This was the fourth annual full gear. And now I think we're four for four. That show has been great every single year since we started. And it's always fun to follow up on full gear on dynamite and very cool that we're going into Thanksgiving week tomorrow, Thanksgiving. And I think we have a lot to celebrate tonight on TBS. Well, it's the fallout from Full Gear tonight and probably the biggest thing. And there was a lot coming out of Saturday, but we do have a new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Obviously, MJF, um, you know, not exactly in the most thankful moods with the, uh, with the media, with the audience, or with you uh, afterwards from Full Gear. But, I mean, Tony, what did you think of the match? And how do you feel about having... MJF representing AEW right now as the world champion? Well, it's a great question, Dave. It's a great question. I am really, first of all, I thought the match was tremendous. Uh, John Moxley is such a great star for AEW and has been such a great world champion. I thought Moxley versus MJF really delivered as a main event. And coming out of it, I think a lot of the fans uh, – saw MJF's true colors and he revealed uh, what he's been all about all along, which is himself, MJF. And in the end, he walked away as world champion and it was a historic night for AEW. Uh, Now I'm excited tonight to hear Regal and hear from William Regal, hopefully some explanation for why he did this, but also uh, in the weeks and months to come, I mean, we'll, we'll hopefully find out more from MJF. Uh, you know, recently he's uh, given people question to think about what kind of character MJF is and what he was going to do to become the champion. Clearly, he showed he would do anything, whatever it takes to become the champion. And now uh, tonight we'll find out who his first challenger is going to be. It, it, winner is coming. And he's, we've got a great match tonight, a tournament final for the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament uh, with Ethan Page taking on Ricky Starks in the tournament final tonight on Dynamite for the right to challenge MJF at Winter is Coming. And also, we're going to hear from William Regal tonight. So, man, there's, 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 I guess, a lot of explaining to do on the fallout from Full Gear tonight on Dynamite. Well, there'll be some, but there's also a lot of great wrestling. And I think the most important thing in AEW is always wrestling. And there's been a lot of great stories and storytelling. And all of it came together at full gear with a lot of great matches. 
and I thought it was one of the best nights in AEW, and now tonight uh, we're going to follow up on it in a very significant way. Another thing I'm really excited for tonight on Wednesday Night Dynamite on the Thanksgiving Eve edition, coming off a great full gear, we had uh, the World Trios Championship with the Death Triangle taking on the Elite. It was a great match. The ending had some controversy, and I thought the best way to settle the World Trios Championship is by making this a best-of-seven series. The Death Triangle now up one nothing after the first match, and it will be great to have the World Trios Championship series continuing tonight on TBS. Everybody saw at full gear, if you were able to watch the pay-per-view, an incredible match between the Death Triangle and the Elite. And I can't wait to see that match on Dynamite tonight. You know, the Death Triangle and the Elite, even though the individuals and the teams have battled a lot, the trios, actual three-on-three matches, that was the first time we've ever seen it on pay-per-view. And we've only seen it once before on TV. It was January 1st, 2020 in Jacksonville, Florida, Daily Place on the homecoming Dynamite. It's crazy to think that was almost three years ago. Uh, so it's been a long time since we've seen Death Triangle versus the Elite, and this is the most significant match they've ever had tonight on Wednesday Night Dynamite as that series is now one nothing Death Triangle. I had uh, asked Dave before you came on, what was it like live for him when uh, you heard Kansas playing? Now, for you, what was that like for you? Because I, you know, I just like Dave will now always associate the Young Bucks and the Elite with that. But I mean, I'm a big Supernatural fan. Love that song. But for you, man, because you you made that happen. And uh, what was that like, man? It was tremendous. It's a great song, and it was a song that the Elite had hoped to secure for their entrance, and we were able to get it done. Uh, Kansas and the people that they use for licensing were very reasonable and fair with us, I thought. And that's how we got it done. And absolutely, it was a great moment when the Elite returned to AEW at AEW Full Gear. And that entrance to Kansas, Wayward Son, it was amazing. And now uh, it's really going to be interesting to see them tonight, uh, not only making that entrance in Chicago, but also uh, being able to really continue this great rivalry as a series. Who knows what's next in this great series? I mean, with these six men in the ring, these two trios, anything can happen in the ring. And I think they showed they can take this rivalry to a new level at the pay-per-view. And it was certainly a very interesting ending uh, to the match with Ray Phoenix uh, showing that he will now do whatever it takes to keep these world trios championships and possibly the influence of Pac is now rubbing off on Ray Phoenix and his brother, Pentel Zero Miedo, now too. Uh, another great match on Saturday was the four-way for the Ring of Honor uh, World Championship. I can't wait, Tony, for the match that we're going to see tonight for that championship title. Well, it feels like a matchup you could see at a huge pay-per-view event, either yeah. – at a Forbidden Door, or even in Japan at a Wrestle Kingdom event. Very excited tonight to see uh, Tomohiro Ishii return to AEW for the title shot he had earned earlier this year. He says he wants to challenge Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor World Championship. 
And that is just a great match, truly a dream match in AEW and uh, certainly a, a very, very unique match between two of the great wrestlers of the last several decades, two wrestlers who come up in very different ways. But actually, when you go back, uh, their first interaction was almost 30 years ago in Japan. And the roads that led these two men to meet in a world championship match tonight on TBS, it's amazing the pads these two men took to get here for this great match on Dynamite tonight. It's it's like we keep on talking about like these amazing matchups that Jericho is having, as well as like the different styles. And it, it's like I don't see an end to this greatness because it's just the, these matches that he keeps having. He's really, really stepped up. I, I don't know, like I could have any more praise for what Jericho's doing on a you know constant basis. I mean, he just came off of his own Fozzy tour to have that match on Saturday. And then a couple days later, he's going to have a very, very physical matchup. Cause I know what uh, Ishii brings. And it's just like, it, it's awesome to see as a fan, as a peer, but then for you, like, Hey man, you, you've invested a lot of time and energy on these guys and they all keep delivering it. It's, it's such a great thing to see, you know, uh, each and every week. Absolutely. And Chris Jericho in 2022, has done some of the best wrestling of his career. If you're yeah. a Chris Jericho fan, look at all the great matches Jericho's had this year. Some of the best, whether it was individual matches, like uh, competing against Eddie Kingston at Revolution earlier this year, or some of the great matches Chris has had as the Ocho, uh, defending the championship against great wrestlers. The four-way match, certainly at full gear, was one of the best. He had a great match with Brian Danielson in the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions. Also a great match with Claudio at Grand Slam to win the championship. Uh, has defended it against Bandito. And now he's facing, in many ways, the toughest opponent I think he's wrestled because Tomohiro Ishii is coming here focused on Jericho. Jericho coming off a really difficult four-way match. It was really a hard-hitting match that took a lot out of all four men. And now Chris defending the title just a few days later against one of the hardest hitters in all of pro wrestling, Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that tonight. Uh, also tonight, and listen, we all know how important social media is in 2022. And I've been seeing some of these clips, but, you know, Jade and Bow Wow. Like, you know, I guess we're going to get a little bit more info about you know, some of the things that have been going on between those two. Yeah, which is uh, very interesting. We saw TMZ picked up that Jade and the Baddies went after Bow Wow at his concert. It was interesting situation. Got a lot of press for Jade and the Baddies and for Bow Wow. And we'll follow up on it and give the fans some info on that situation tonight on Dynamite. And Jade, with this with this win streak, has been pretty impressive and an impressive match with Nyla Rose on Saturday as well. Yeah, that was an impressive win for Jade and absolutely. She's very impressive in and out of the ring. And now we'll find out uh, what she's been up to out of the ring after she retained her championship in the ring. And speaking of the great champions and championships, 
great to crown a new interim women's world champion, Jamie Hader. And uh, what a match it was, Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm on Saturday at Full Gear. One of the best matches on a great card of matches at Full Gear. Tony, I, I was obviously in the crowd for that match. And listen, Tony Storm is a fan favorite. But man, the fans have really rallied around Jamie Hader. At there was one point, I thought I was in the old ECW arena for a minute. They, like they, at one point in the match, everybody thought Tony Storm like was going to pick up the victory, and like fans around me were getting physically angry. It's it's unbelievable how much the fans have supported Jamie Hader. Yeah, Jamie Hader has really built a following through yeah. a lot of hard work a lot of hard work and earned this reputation. And now I think uh, as champion, the fans will see that hard hitting physical style she brings to the ring. And people wanted to see Jamie Hader as world champion and they've gotten what they asked for. Uh, I'm interested in, because it's always styles make different, uh, different styles make great fights. I've been in the ring with both these guys, Jake Hager and Orange Cassidy. And Jake's a badass, man. I don't think people realize how tough of a human being he is besides his MMA uh, background um, versus Orange Cassidy. I saw how the match was made, but uh, I honestly think Orange Cassidy, who has gone out each and every week and proven what a great performer he is, but I think he really has to not underestimate, but realize what this force that he's got with Jake Hager uh uh, facing him tonight absolutely jake hager one of the toughest men in pro wrestling and mixed martial arts now jake hager is not only somebody who watches chris jericho's back jake hager himself is a former world champion he's been a champion all over the world and he's somebody who could be a great aew all atlantic champion and uh we, as you said we saw these men cross pads at aew full gear tommy and now uh, I'm also really looking forward to this match tonight on TBS for the All-Atlantic Championship, Orange Cassidy versus Jake Hager. A lot of great wrestling, a lot of great stuff on AEW Dynamite tonight going into Thanksgiving. Should be a great Thanksgiving Eve show tonight. And, you know, also one of the great ingredients to a pro wrestling event is the fans. And, the fans in Chicago are tremendous, and we are going to have a great crowd tonight. It's one of our best TV crowds we're going to see this year, and real excited for it, and even more fans than the last time we did TV here at Wintrust Arena. And we had a great crowd then. It should be even bigger and better tonight for Dynamite on TBS. Again, uh, TBS tonight, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern time, AEW Dynamite. Uh, going back to Saturday for just a second, you know, Tony, you always come on the air and – you love to give the fans what they want. You know, for the first time in almost five years, we saw Soraya in the ring uh, with that match with Dr. Britt Baker at full gear. Pretty, pretty special moment on Saturday. What a great match. What a great moment for Soraya and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And uh, Soraya, with a great debut in AEW, picked up a great win in her first ever match here in her return to the ring. It was a very emotional moment. Uh, it was great for her to be able to celebrate with family. And we're all really happy for Soraya 
And certainly Dr. Britt Baker, her opponent, also wrestled a great match. Both of them should be really proud, I think, of what they did at AEW Full Gear this past weekend. And uh, very excited for both of them. Uh I know there's a personal and a professional. Um, I watched the press conference that our very own Gabby was part of. MJF comes in, basically just cuts a promo on everybody, and then uh, walks out. Personally, how do you feel about this? And then professionally, how do you feel about it? Uh, Well, I think that professionally, MJF's really, really widely followed wrestler who is currently somebody – Fans all over the world are captivated by. So MJF is the kind of wrestler for AEW that you do want as a champion, MJF. And me personally may not see eye to eye, but I do think that he is, for the fans, somebody, uh, a lot of people, whether he breaks the rules, whether he says terrible stuff, no matter what he does, people seem to follow him. But on the other hand, uh, I think he revealed his true colors to a lot of the fans this week. So, you know, as as the weeks go on, it'll be interesting to see how fans do react to MJF. And I know he'll be following very closely tonight what happens in the Eliminator Tournament when Ethan Page takes on Ricky Starks for that opportunity to wrestle MJF for the world title at Winter's Coming. Well, it's cool that you're able to uh, differentiate the two because – uh, a lot of bosses wouldn't. Um, me, I, he didn't fool anybody. I know he's a scumbag uh, and he's a piece of shit, just like Dave said. Excuse me for cursing. And MJF, I know you listen. No offense. Wow. All right, Tommy. I, I, I love it. And I, and I agree with the statement. Uh, Tony, it sounds like we talk about this wrestler every time uh, we have an AEW pay-per-view and we've been speaking his name for many decades, Sting. Again, Sting winds up doing something that I never would expect Sting would do, and he did it again this past Saturday. Well, Sting continues to amaze wrestling fans all over the world. It was great to get Sting back in action, teaming with Darby Allen. They picked up a great win over Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett in a tag team match. Anytime you see Sting step into the ring, it's a very special And really, we've tried to protect it, make it feel like a big deal. But frankly, Sting is just somebody who goes above and beyond for AEW every time he goes into the ring. What a signing he's been for us. And again, at AEW Full Gear, Sting delivered in another great match. Dude, I mean, honestly, like you've seen it. Think of what Terry Funk did for ECW and... Sting is seven years older than him than when Terry was doing it. That's wow. insane to me, the body of work that that guy is doing. much. I mean, I've always been a, a stinger, Mark, but, man, so much respect for him. And he does it because he loves it, which is so, so cool. He does it because he loves it. You're absolutely right, Tommy. He loves the wrestling fans, and he loves going out there and having these great matches. And it's great for AEW that we get to have Sting uh, – on our big pay-per-view events, on a lot of our big shows. And he always delivers his partner, Darby Allen, one of the most exciting young wrestlers in the world. And I thought Darby also went out there and just absolutely threw caution to the wind. And what a great match and what a great win for Darby Allen and Sting. 
you know, uh, Tony, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and I want to thank you uh, for not just the wrestling, but for always giving our fans, the nation, uh, your time. Uh, we truly appreciate it. And, uh, man, have a have a happy Thanksgiving, man. Take some time and appreciate all the things you've done. And But I just want to say thank you for always giving up your time on Wednesdays. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.